Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. I came across um, this girl at a party. We were sharing an Uber together. And I was just like, oh, what do you do? And she's like, oh, I'm in network marketing. And I was like, oh, what's that? <laughs> like, I seriously didn't even know what it was. Like, I would just think back and I'm just like, oh, Taylor, you are so smart, but sometimes you can be so dumb. And she was like, oh, well, I basically just, you know, share products that I love um, through my Instagram platform and I make money doing that. And in my head, I was like, oh, well, sounds like you're an influencer. Tried that, didn't work. <laughs> That was a clip from today's guest, Taylor Marie, who I'm so excited to have on as she is one of my mentors now. And it's kind of hilarious to think that she at that point was like, didn't even know. And now she's a market mentor with the business that I'm in. Taylor has always been an overall team player, which may have something to do with her dedication to her lacrosse team at Wagner College. Taylor quickly realized that wealth management wasn't necessarily the path for her after an internship with Merrill Lynch. Her move to Tampa, Florida was inspired when her two best friends invited her to come work with them. From Syracuse to Tampa with your two best girlfriends, you can only imagine the change of pace that Taylor was now exposed to. She transferred into creating her own Instagram for fashion, but learned that becoming an influencer through Instagram wasn't so simple. After transferring into sales and now flourishing in network marketing, Taylor drops tips today with us on social media and ways to rock your own business. If this is your first time tuning in to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast, welcome. Whether it was Taylor that brought you here today or something about the title that grabbed your attention or inspired you, this platform was truly created for that specifically. It's a network to share and understand more about products or people that are influencing me or friends of mine. It's this beautiful collaboration I found through social media where I can learn from others and others can utilize this platform to share their story. Taylor has been such an inspiration to me through my social media account, not only because we're doing this business, but just her tips that she has to share. It's been really such a treat just getting to know her more and more. If you love this episode, once it's all said and done, do me a favor and hop on over to Apple Podcast. Leave me a five-star rating and a review. It literally takes just a few seconds and it means the world to me. If you really like the show, 
show too, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. I do have a newsletter that comes out. You can always find that in the show notes. It gives you all updates on the show. I also do free yoga classes each week that you can get from joining my newsletter. So, so many things under this umbrella. If you are new to the show, don't miss out on any of that. But most importantly, go ahead and leave that five-star rating and review over on Apple Podcast and subscribe so you can come back every week and check out the two episodes that I launch on Mondays and Thursdays. So I'm going to give you the tea. Someone had asked me a little bit towards the end of last year, you know, like what exactly are you doing or what's what are you doing online? Like I know you're putting up these videos about your all your face products and I know that that's Beauty Counter, but what's all the other stuff you're putting up? And that is kind of what I wanted to talk about today, which is why I brought Taylor onto the show. I think the big thing is, is like you hear these things like market networking and they get such a bad rep. I think a lot of people look at it in such a negative regard and you have to understand everyone's just trying to make some money right now in their own way. And for me, I think you always get these products and people that reach out to you saying like, here, do you want to try my brand and market it? Or, hey, do you want to try this um, protein powder? Do you want to try this hydration pack? Do you want to try this energy drink? And you have to kind of figure out, does it coincide with my brand? So when I first tried these products that we're going to tell you about today, I did not love them. And the more and more I used them, the more and more I realized the longevity of what my hair needed and why these products were so important because I was stripping out all the negativity and stripping out all the bad so I could start to nourish and really start to find my hair getting healthier from the inside out. And that takes time. I think we're all used to this like quick fix and let's make money really fast with a side hustle. All these things take time. So the reason why I brought Taylor on is I wanted you to see that it can take time, but the success stories happen. Like these market networking are changing people's lives. Like these stories, these exciting opportunities and stuff like that. Like if you're someone sitting around looking and waiting to figure out how to make a buck, like there are ways to do it. We talk about so much more than just the business that we're in today. If you want to get a couple tips on social media, especially on Instagram, Taylor is such a fabulous resource for that. All of it is out there. She's just kind of directing you where you can find that information. So let's get her on the show. Let's talk about some of these products. Let's talk about Taylor's background and just get you on the same page so you can really understand what I'm doing since you're all asking all the time, what are these products? So Taylor, let's get you on the show. Welcome, girl. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. I remember when we first met and you were like, wait, you have a podcast? What is it? Tell everybody. <laughs> I know. Well, I just like, I find podcasts so interesting because I know they're not like a new thing, but I do feel like they're becoming more and more relevant and yes. I'm taking advantage of them more and more. And I'm also so interested as to like how people make them because yeah. it just seems like it's a lot of work. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's definitely a lot of work. I'll give you that. And especially if you go in blind like I did and then learned as time progressed and went on. What are your favorite podcasts that you like to listen to? So I really actually love listening to Often Ambitious. It's yes. to female entrepreneurs and um they actually are in the same network marketing company, but I didn't know that when I first started listening, <laughs> which was why I ended up really, really like after the fact, liking it, um, it just really resonates with me. I 
am starting to get more into like mindset podcasts and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't do a great job at, you know, listening to it every day, but I do realize that when I do listen to it, it helps me immensely just in like my daily life. So it's on my 2021 train. Love it. I'm starting. (laughs) Yeah. No, podcasts are really fun. I remember I listened to them a lot when I would commute from up like the tip of the island that I used to live Mm -hmm. on in Manhattan down to like wherever I went because you had an hour roughly that you were commuting every day and playlists start to get old things get start to get boring and I'm not a big avid reader especially on the subway so my boyfriend was always reading books and for me I was like well let me like listen to things like other whether it was ebooks and then I really got into podcasts and yeah, I definitely love listening to a lot of things because there there's so much content out there and it's like constantly evolving. And I just I learn so much from them. Yeah. Like so much more than and I have actually like minimal attention span for reading books. Like I yes. try, but my brain just goes elsewhere. It's just I don't know if it's just because I have a lot of my plate or what, but I just always find that I'm thinking about something else when I'm trying to read and then I need to go back and like reread that paragraph. And I'm you like, oh. sound just like me. Like no <laughs> joke. This is why I love self-help books because I keep them by my bedstand. You read like one chapter, one yeah. month, and then the next month you can read like two days in a row and then you skip two more months. But it's not a consistent story. So you don't feel like, oh my God, I don't even remember what happened the last chapter. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever listen to podcasts while you're doing um, like laundry, like while you're or cleaning or doing stuff around the house? So yes, but I'll normally listen to one like in the morning if I have meetings and stuff for work, like while I'm getting ready. So try to do it in the morning. But I find a lot of times that I am listening to training calls um, mm. when I'm doing kind of like stuff at home like I'll put on a training zoom recording that we had like within the company um just learning from people who have done it and done it well so I do tend to gravitate towards those yeah um and then when it comes to just more mindset just like general stuff that's where I kind of gravitate towards listening to just like a standard podcast on Spotify Yeah. No, I love that. And you travel a lot too for work as well. So kind of long story short, so Taylor and I know each other because we work a remote business from home on Mm -hmm. our own together um, in the same team, let me say. But Taylor, you also have a full-time job as well. So do you want to kind of dive deep into like how you got into that and what your background is? Yes. So I am, I'm from Syracuse, New York. um, And I went to school and I played division one lacrosse at Wagner college, which was so fun. I had a blast at school there. It's a really small school. And honestly, when I first got there, I hated it. Cause like, you just think when you're growing up, I'm going to go to this big school. It's going to be so awesome. Like (laughs) college football, blah, blah, blah. And didn't really have that much of that, but being on a team and stuff like I've always loved being on teams I've always been on a team um and I was actually like I dual concentrated in finance and marketing and was working at Merrill Lynch in my internship where I was in wealth management um I shortly realized that it's not for me um (laughs) I did get offered a job there and I was like I can't can't live here this is like not what I want to do 
Um, and I ended up getting offered a job with two of my best friends at PricewaterhouseCoopers down in Tampa, Florida. They house all their internal functions there. And it was like a back office accounting job, literally nothing special. But my thought process was, oh my gosh, one, how fun is it going to be to move down to Tampa um, from living in Syracuse, New York, Yeah, doing that. And then uh, just, it's a great company, right? It's like a big four. I can work my way up. It will look good on my resume. Like, let me just kind of stick it out, do it. We'll see, you know, what happens. So I moved down to Tampa. It was literally like an extension of college that I didn't have because being in sports, like, there's a lot of rules and regulations behind what you can and can't do and when you can and can't do it, you know, Absolutely. like 48 hour rule. You couldn't drink 48 hours before a game, right? If you had practice, it just was like, you had to be pretty disciplined and like follow the rules. So coming down to Tampa, Tampa <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I mean, what is this life down here? Like who knew that you could be so happy in the sun would shine every day? Yes, right. <laughs> Especially coming from upstate New York. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I mean, Syracuse, it snows every day. You know what I mean? Like in the winter and honestly the sun does not shine. Um, it's a very rare occasion. Yeah. So, so fun. And it was funny because I actually, I love, I love clothes. I love clothes. I love bargain hunting. I love thrift shopping. I love putting stuff together. And I was so uninspired in my corporate PWC job mm -hmm. that I decided I'm going to make an Instagram. It yep. was called Born by Taylor. It was like me trying to, you know, show my tips and tricks of where I buy stuff, how I put stuff together, whatever. I came to find out that that is really hard. Oh, yeah. It is so hard. I have so much respect for influencers putting your content together, trying to get people to, you know, take photos of you, like, it was a lot, honestly, mm -hmm. um, even down to like trying to figure out the captions, right? I realize now I probably cared way too much about what people thought when I was doing that, because if I was in the mindset that I am now, I probably would have just gone full force with it. Yeah. But I really was in a position where I cared a ton about what people had to say about it. How old were you then? Um, I don't know, maybe 23. Yeah. I'm turning I mean 27 now. Yeah. But I, without being in my current network marketing business, like I, there's no way that I would be where I am now as far as just my mindset um, without having been in it. Like, I don't think that just being older at this point is what would have made me move away from caring what people thought about me. Gotcha. Cause that's just how I operated. Like I just always did. Um, so anyways, long story short, realized I literally don't know how I'll ever monetize this. Um, this is so hard. I would rather go out to dinner and like have a good time with my girlfriends and like drink my drinks than worrying about when I'm going to get my next like photo op and who's going to take it for me. Right. Mm -hmm. So nip that right in the butt. Uh <laughs> It is really Fizzled hard. right out after like, like a year. I was like, oh, this is too much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's definitely really hard to get that content, that like premium content because right now my boyfriend's not even here and even when he is, or my fiance is not even here and even when he is, like he doesn't like to take photos and I'm like constantly the creator, the photographer and the model. Like I'm like, here's the angle. This is what I want. Lean it, tilt it, da, da, da. And then I like go back in and I'm, I like take the picture and 
you're right. Like that is so much work because I'm asking someone to be something that they're not in order to get what I need. So it is, it's a a super stressful thing. And I've noticed like I'm reaching back onto content that I have from like two or three years ago, but like, that's just what I currently have in my portfolio of things to post. Yeah, no, it's wicked hard. And I mean, I think now there's definitely a lot more ways to like produce your own content without needing kind of that second person like selfie sticks. Like you literally can use one of those They have like buttons where you can press it. Right. But it's still, it's not the same. And it's regardless of even needing like a third party, just what you have to do on your own. It is a lot of work. Like I Mm -hmm. truly have so much respect for influencers, for bloggers. It is a lot. So I couldn't, I just couldn't move forward with it really when it came down to it. And I, um, I also had started a separate Instagram, right? So it wasn't something where like, I kind of just transitioned mine. I tried to start something fully new, which was really hard. Like just having them two, two separate things, right? Because part of like what I've learned, right? Is you are developing like these relationships through social media. And Mm -hmm. when you start something totally new, it's like, I don't know. It just really felt like such a massive setback instead of me just kind of like using my current Instagram and kind of rebranding it. Um, anyways, I also feel like one of the reasons that I stopped was because I started a new job. So I'm currently in sales for a big company. I love my job and it really took a lot of my attention when I started. I was traveling all across central Florida. So I'm in Tampa. So I was going through Orlando, over to Melbourne, down to Jensen Beach, and then in Tampa, Tampa Bay, down to Naples. Mm -hmm. So covered a really big territory and just put like all my focus into that because I wanted to be successful in it. Sure. So that's currently like what I'm doing now still. Um, And, you know, I have a great job. Like I'm by no means like would ever trash my company would not trash my job. It is a great job. Um, It's stressful. Mm -hmm. I have quotas. I have to travel a lot. Right. So there's a lot of things that, you know, aren't ideal. (laughs) Like fast forward, and this is a little long winded, but I came across um, this girl at a party we were sharing an Uber together and I was just like, Oh, what do you do? And she's like, Oh, I'm in network marketing. And I was like, Oh, what's that? <laughs> like I seriously didn't even know what it was. Oh, cool. <laughs> like I would just think back and I'm just like, Oh, Taylor, you are so smart, but sometimes you can be so dumb. Um, and she was like, Oh, well, I basically just, you know, share products that I love um, through my Instagram platform and I make money doing that. And in my head, I was like, Oh, well, sounds like you're an influencer tried that didn't work (laughs) yeah it does it does sound like that yeah like it really did so I just was like oh okay well followed her on Instagram and watched her for about six months and I was like what are these products like what is she doing you know she seems successful in it but I just didn't have like the balls to ask her what she was up to and I didn't really know her right I think that's the other thing like we shared an uber but we didn't know her (laughs) I didn't. We were coming from like one party to the next bar. And like, like I love to go out and like have fun, like eat out, you know, day drink. That stuff is wicked fun for me. Um, so yeah, like it's a blast and I love getting meeting new people. So we just connected, you know, but how I ended up getting into what I'm in now is 
I saw someone that I knew doing it that like I trusted. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, so I've been watching this one girl do it, but you're doing it now. So like, give me the details, you know? Yeah. And I literally just like jumped in. I was like, this sounds amazing. I'm going to try it. Right. I didn't even realize how minimal the risk was. Like I kind of realized I'm not the type of person that needs to like think out a decision, Mm -hmm. you know, and every detail behind it. I was just like, whatever, let me try it. Yeah. And I love it. Like it is so fun. It has brought new life to me. Like I thought I would make a couple extra hundred dollars a month. It helped me like save for my first house. Um, And I know that it has a bad name out there, you know, like network Mm -hmm. marketing. It's just like a frowned upon almost business and industry, but it is like changing people's lives left and right. You, you preach about that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of my story. It was a little long winded, but that really is like how I've gone from one thing to the next. And now, you know, this is where I'm at. I'm in Tampa. I just bought a house. I'm sticking with it. Um, been doing it for like a little over a year now. So I was listening to a podcast by Guy Raz and he has a famous podcast called um, How I Built This. So he covers all these different entrepreneurs from like the creator of Chipotle to like the creator of Spanx to Dyson, who's like the top, one of the top 10 most um, financially stable people in the world, like has the most money. And it's interesting. I was listening to him and he said a lot of entrepreneurs, because we, we look at this whole thing as like an entrepreneurship as such a negative. We look at it as, as it's, it's not traditional. Like that's not a promise to a 401k or, you know, all these things that are passed down by our parents and especially our parents, parents generation. And what the thing that was consistent that he said that he found an entrepreneur success is the fact that they have been in sales at some point. So I think it's really interesting that you're in pharmaceutical sales now because obviously you're still in sales within our business, but like being an entrepreneur, if you have that sales mentality, if you have been in hospitality, whether it's like serving tables, you know how to like balance and juggle different things, like you truly will be successful because you have this extra skill set that you don't even realize is there but you have been working on it with all the other opportunities you've had and I think like something with sales like a lot of people in sales are money motivated Mm -hmm. right so like if you see dollar signs and like hitting goals and like that results directly to like a certain dollar amount yeah that I think is just a commonality amongst what you're saying, right? Um, Because a lot of people in sales are motivated by money. Sure. Um, And we're also not afraid of hearing no. Like that's another big thing. Like we hear no so much. Again, when I went into sales after being an actor, like I was like, no doesn't doesn't bring me down. I'm not going to go cry in my room the rest of the day. No inspires me. No pushes me or like no is just like water off a duck's back. Like I just keep going. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing like with this business is I've learned that I think what I've seen and what I've learned is that people who were in sales, it's been like an avenue for them to discover that they enjoy it or that it's something that they're good at. Right. So it's like either people coming from it, come in and like have this success 
or people who didn't, but now it's like they are realizing their potential, right? And like they didn't necessarily know that it was something that they that they had within them, but it comes out by, you know, doing this business, which is something that I love. Like you, I, there's just so many different women and men in this that, you know, PAs, nurses, um, speech pathologists, right. People that are in industries where it's just all about like caring, right. It's all about caring for these other people. And like, some could probably argue that being in sales, people are more like sharks, right? Like you're like onto the next, onto the next, like sure. people in that sales mentality. Shark tank. <laughs> yeah. Again, the commonality in that is that this business, like sharing the opportunity and sharing the products is changing people's lives. Mm-hmm. Right. So whether it's like you're motivated by money, right. Or you're like maybe motivated, motivated by money, but like subconsciously you really love that idea of you know sharing things and helping people it's both right like literally when people get on the products and it changes you know their confidence level right like something like that something that they were insecure about or they join the business and now they're making maybe a couple extra hundred dollars five hundred a thousand dollars a month extra that is changing their situation and like the person who brought the opportunity to them, like that warms my heart. You know what I mean? So I think that, I don't know, it just kind of comes like full circle with the personality, but also just that like anyone can really do it. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think another big thing that I have noticed as well, listening to your story again, that I want to like readdress is that you said that you didn't like doing all the content building and all this stuff previous, you know, when you wanted to do this different branding when it came to fashion and, and like finding good deals, but now you still have to do it with this. And I think it's really interesting because within our specific team, you've spoken so much about social media. So like what got you onto the track of like learning about that? Cause you have some really amazing gems. I've like personally learned so much from you as far as things that I can just do personally for my own social media, not just even in sales for this business. Mm-hmm. I think it really, I think I like blossomed in social media when I stopped caring what people thought, because I think it just really held me back from like posting the things that I truly wanted to post and sharing the things that I truly wanted to share. And being in this business, like if you're using your social media platform as a method to share the products and sell them, um, you know, you got to put your face on camera. Exactly. Like you have to rip the bandaid off because you have to create relationships like through your phone. And that was the biggest thing for me. So I really think that once I got comfortable with it, I just, I just started researching. Like I, I'm into like digital marketing, new trends, Instagram for sure. So just educating myself on what to do, how to do it, um, how to be better at it was intriguing to me, obviously. And like, I saw direct results from it also. So I think that that was something that's big. Like I would implement something and then I would have a result from it, you know? So obviously when you see results, it makes you kind of want to do it more and more. Um, but I do, I think it just goes back to like not caring what people think, because honestly, like that was got 
that was my biggest hurdle, like with my other page. Like I just, I really cared so much that it held me back from just posting the things that I wanted to post, which obviously held me back from like even learning about how to really build it. And cause I just wasn't going to do it anyways, sure. you know, cause Absolutely. I was just in this mindset that I cared if people saw me post a picture of myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, would you say are your like top three favorite things as far as like tips that you learned or like didn't know or ones that you like to implement? Let's see. So I think Instagram stories are like the biggest thing for sure. Just like using all of those widgets really help increase your, increase your um, traction and your views and everything. I feel like all of them are just extremely like small things, but are very, very helpful. So anyone who's like building their Instagram, the biggest thing is about the engagement piece, right? So it's not really about the number of followers you have, but what the quality of the relationships are with those followers, meaning how much do you guys engage, right? So I think that's one of the biggest takeaways that I had, like saving posts, sharing posts, asking for what you want in your posts is so important um, because that's what really builds that engagement piece. Um, I think the hashtag situation is really interesting and cool and it's always changing. So you kind of have to keep up with it, but you know, searching and following hashtags is so important. Um, whether you're trying to kind of build new relationships or learn new tips and tricks. Um, so you can actually go search for the hashtags. A cool tip that I heard was, um, so if you search for a hashtag, let's just say it's like hashtag Tampa Bay and you look at the top nine posts mm -hmm. of those and you look at those hashtags when you kind of compile those hashtags, it's a good, um, a good like mesh, I guess. And again, things change all the time, but just going on YouTube and searching like Instagram algorithm in the month that you're in literally like tells you all the changes and how to how to basically like implement them. I feel like that was my favorite tip that you gave me. I was like, I hope she says that one. <laughs> it's like I going know. on like Instagram algorithm 2021 January. And it'll be like, here's all the new things that's happening. And it's already has like a million views because people search this stuff all the time. But there are people that like, that is their market. That's their niche on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. I also just heard one of the cool things that, is like a new update is it used to be that you had to search like hashtag something. Mm -hmm. Now it has to do with keywords too. So you can actually just search the keywords when you're looking. So if it was like home renovations, it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be hashtag home renovations. And then the way that you can become more discoverable with that is when you're on your Instagram bio, that like initial name. So like mine is Taylor Marie. Let's just say I was wanted to be like show up more in home stuff, I would put like Taylor Marie home. Oh, gotcha. Or like more what it is that your niche is in that. And that's going to make you like show up more. Gotcha. Oh, cool. Love that. That was a cool. So like if you're, you know, mentor, right. Or whatever it is like, that is like a good tip to add in. 
like a nice little nugget. I didn't even know that. I can't wait to listen to this. It's new. Yeah. I can't wait listen to listen to this newest one that we had with our company, which we've kind of been teetering around. We haven't really quite said what we do yet. So I'd like to dive a little bit more into that. If we could, I want to just chat about the brand that we're working with. Yeah. So I started with Modern Nature October 2019. And, you know, I'm obsessed with this company and this brand, like absolutely obsessed. They're totally rooted in gratitude. Like everything that they do is about giving back to their market partners, giving back to their customers. And it kind of bothers me that like there can be so much bad press out there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, products, not everyone's going to love everything guys. Like it's just, it's, it is what it is. Like, you're not always going to love everything that you try. Right. But, um, I mean, we have over, I think it's 1.2 million customers and we're in the United States, Canada, Poland, the UK, Ireland right now. And they just keep expanding. So it's just such a ground level opportunity. I didn't even, I clearly didn't even know what network marketing was when I started. Sure, exactly. And like that was one, but that's one of the big things. Like we also, I think one of my favorite things is everybody to each their own. And like you just said, we have 1.2 million people that buy these products. But the beauty is, is like my hair cocktail is not the same as someone else's hair cocktail. And I think that was like one of my favorite things is learning that I could take a quiz, answer some very simple, easy questions about what my current hair state was, what my goals were for my hair, what my biggest concerns are, and then a whole entire regimen is formulated for me. Now, for people who are just like, I just want a shampoo and conditioner, I hear you, I understand you, I get it. It's like the beginning of the year, wallet space is like minor. But at the same point, you have to understand that there's you can start small and continue to grow and the coolest thing is like you're working with one person that's going to help you say like let's get you started with this and then we can add in this and then we can add in that so no matter what your budget is or if your budget's $500 and you want to completely replace everything like also have a package for that yeah for real so just like educating on the products a lot of products out there do have like these waxes and silicones in them that actually coat your hair strand and your scalp and they clog your, your follicles. Um, so something that our products do we naturally based, um, they will actually start to remove all of that product buildup from your hair strand and from your scalp. Mm-hmm. Um, then what makes the product so unique is that we have a oil called our rejuvenique oil it's like our liquid gold and it's in almost all of our products and what's so special about the oil is that it molecular structure is small enough to penetrate all three layers of your hair shaft um so it's actually able to restructure your hair from the inside out and deliver those nutrients um so i just i'm obviously like absolutely obsessed with the products if you haven't heard me talk about this i have switched over to everything we have three different lines of products so we have the hair care and then they did launch skincare and then they use wellness as well so um the wellness line is new and it is love the wellness it's amazing almost a year old. yeah wellness actually september is it less oh wellness. my gosh yeah i know it feels like so long ago but it is amazing. I mean, I suck at 
I suck at eating greens. Like seriously, my boyfriend is like keto, carnivore, like eat steak almost every day. I'm sure a lot of people have something to say about that, but like. No, no. I mean, like I'm not, I love, I mean, I love vegetables and I love meat. It's so funny, but like there are definitely days where I don't eat meat at all. And my whole staff didn't even know that I ate meat. And I was like, oh my God, I have bacon every morning. Like I was like, I eat bacon every day. Yes. And so, but that's why I love the greens. Cause I just like living with him. I feel like I tend to be more of like that protein route versus you know, eating my greens and I definitely don't eat a lot of fruit. So the fact that I can just have kind of like, you know, a water bottle full like this with my greens that I don't need to make a smoothie with, I think that is the biggest thing. Like I'm not a smoothie person. I love that they taste so good just in water. They're really delicious. Yeah. Cause a lot of my proteins, I tend to put in almond milk or I tend to put yep. in coconut milk or something because it gives me a, a little bit extra protein, but it usually gives it more flavor and takes away that chalky taste. Yeah. So, what I did love about the greens, because that was the first thing I got from the wellness as well. So, I'm so glad you touched base on that is just for a day like today or a day I'm on the go or a day I'm on the run, like I just bring that with me and I bring just the powder. And then when I get to my location, cause I walk everywhere cause I live downtown. So carrying it in your bag without having to put the water in it at first, getting to wherever you are, shake it up. And like, you're already good to go with, I think it's, what is it? 25 servings. Oh my um, gosh. It's 37, 37 servings yeah. of fruits and vegetables. It's, so good. Um, and then people will actually mix that with our collagen key. Mm. And I love the collagen key because we are all vegan, right? And so if you're if you're taking collagen, it most likely is not vegan because it's derived from animals. Right. Like the hooves, right? It's like hooves and stuff. Mm-hmm. So and I'm not gonna lie, I'm not like a total expert on all of that yet. Um, however, our collagen key, it basically helps with the production of the natural collagen in your body, amino acids. Which is something we lose over time. Yes. Um, You should start taking collagen. I think it was, you start losing it at age like 25. Crazy. So the earlier, the better. (laughs) Yep. Don't worry, there's stuff out there that can help you with that, like you know, yeah. your Botox or <laughs> sure. But like, I'm I'm all about the natural stuff. Like, though I I said I like meat, I I do more think on like a paleo mindset. But I have to have cheese because I love wine and cheese. But that's like my personal thing. I've always talked about this. So I do think like eating clean is just as important as putting clean ingredients on your body and in your hair and. I'm someone with curly hair, which was new for a lot of us that are on my team. Um, It was really interesting because as I was trying to evolve and figure out like, how do I get my curls to look great? Because I'm so used to using creams and different stuff that, like you just said, Taylor, it kind of wraps around and it makes my hair look conditioned and bouncy and fluffy. And when I first used our products, I called Taylor and I was like, here's the tea. I don't love them. I didn't because (laughs) the problem was is I was having – all of these other products slowly stripped out of my hair. So after wash three, after wash four, after wash five, I was like, oh, oh, I see like the difference Yeah, your now. hair was transitioning. Mm-hmm. And that happens, like especially curly-haired girls. Um, sometimes you might be a little bit more frizzy like when you're first starting the products or even, you know, for me, I definitely had like a lot of breakage in the front. And I was like – 
in my head, I was like, oh my God, trust the process, trust the process. <laughs> and like, I did, like, I have not had a haircut since August. My hair is healthier than it has ever been. Um, it's so shiny. <laughs> it is like so soft and shiny. And I don't even normally I'd be like, Taylor, don't talk about yourself like that. But like, honestly, my hair is amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but it, that is like what happens with, you know, not just curly haired girls, just in general. Like if you have, if your hair has been like lacking hydration, right. Let's just say that. And you know, you have these silicones coated your coating on your hair and it's repelling water from actually, you know, getting into your hair. Right. Um, or repelling like the products that are trying to go in and moisturize it. Right. Whatever it is. Um, all of a sudden your hair is in its natural state which probably isn't that good if you have been using products that have those, those toxins in them and those ingredients. Um, and, you know, I don't really like to get into like, like I was just talking to someone about this yesterday on my social media. I'm not really big on comparing products. Like I don't like to be like, well, you shouldn't use like XYZ brand and ours is better. Right. I think that there's enough heads in the world with hair on them that like, you know, there's enough to go around, right? There's sure. enough hair to go around. Um, however, like if you choose to be on these, like we'll get you a customized regimen, like you'll fall in love with them. Um, it's a very different line than like a lot of what is out there. And I just don't, I personally don't feel the need to like put down other products to make mine look better. Like I know how great they are. You know what I mean? Sure. I think that's like a great life lesson for anyone. It's just like, there's no reason for you to put down other people to make yourself look better. It's the same thing. Yeah. With products. You know, that's exactly. like words to live by. Absolutely. And just like you said too, even circling back to social media, like don't be afraid to post what you want to post because if people don't like it, then they're not your demographic anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like you're judging yourself before you've even posted and you're feeling negative about your day and circling back even further like that is the whole reason why I'm not an avid news watcher and I'm not trying to say this in a negative way I know what's going on in the world I get the world but like I like to fill my life and fill my day with content via whoever I'm following via the podcast I listen to whatever it is like I want to feel inspired after I get off of that when I put my phone down after scrolling through Instagram like I want to feel joy and excited and empowerment um I don't want to feel like angry and confused and like ripping myself apart <laughs> oh my gosh same and I think that that is such a theme of you know kind of the end of 2020 into 21 is like this whole self-love thing right and I mean, I remember watching a blogger and like, I love her. She's my favorite in, like Instagram influencer, but, and she's admitted to Photoshopping herself. And it was one of those things though. Like I watched her all through college where I would look at her and idolize her and be like, oh my gosh, you know, she's so skinny, right? Like she's so skinny. She's got the perfect body. Like she's so smooth. Like her face is so smooth. Her body's so smooth. Like, and I just, like looked up to her so much that I guess I didn't even really think like, oh, she's photoshopping herself. Like everything was photoshopped. So there was never something where it was like, wait, that kind of looks different. Like, is she doing that? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think I feel sad for her, you know, being in front of such a massive audience that she felt the need to do that to make herself feel better. Right. So her whole thing now is like, 
this idea of loving herself more and like being more comfortable in her own skin and her own body. And I think that thankfully a lot of people are moving towards that route. Um, you know, especially on Instagram. Uh, I remember when I was doing my blog thing, my other Instagram, and I was like, I'm only going to follow other influencers on here to get inspiration, to see kind of like how I can level up. All it did was like bring me down. Like I was like, this is like overload of influencer content. Instead of making me like inspired, it was just making me think like, you're not skinny enough. You're not pretty enough. Like your photos aren't as good. You know what I mean? So that was another thing. I was like, I got to get off this. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's really interesting the mentality that those things can have. So I think one of like the big takeaways is learning how to develop your social media. If you're someone um, like us where you're using your social media to market stuff, I'm not only marketing these products, I'm marketing another set of products. I'm marketing my podcast which I'm so thrilled that you came on, but you've you've kind of utilized yours in a couple different ways and I, and I love how you have your different pillars. It's not just about um, it's not just about modern nature because truly yeah. like I don't want to just get on your I don't want to get on your story and just be like, gosh, sell, 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 sell. So I talk about this balance of 80, 20 all the time when it comes to like, feeding yourself and working hard, but you still need like 20% of like self-care or eating great 80% of the time and 20% of the time you have a pizza. Like I talk about 80-20 all the time and it's really interesting because you've kind of like brought that up constantly in some of our our group meetings. Yeah. And like, it's just crazy because this is all stuff that I've learned, you know, through other girls that have done it right in the company. And, you know, it's just taking that and kind of applying it. But Yeah. I mean, on my social media, I would say as I've gotten more involved in the company, it probably is a little bit more than 80, 20, you know, but I do try to make a majority of it my life um, because I'm more than just. Exactly. Exactly. There's a lot more to me, like a lot more um, layers. So I do try to make sure that those are known, right? Because I don't want to be a salesperson on my social media. I want to be a human who is just sharing the stuff that I love. Um, And I think that when you kind of make sure that you're following that 80, 20 rule, it takes away that, oh my gosh, she's so annoying. Right. (laughs) Yes. Which like at the end of the day, going back to it, like, I really don't care what people think about me anymore, but like there's strategy behind it, you know, and I want my business to be successful. So um, that's really the way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I have one more question for you. I wanted to know, like, what are your top three favorite products that we carry? Okay. So the oil really is one of my absolute favorites. It, it's just so versatile and it's so different than anything out there. So I love to use those for overnight scalp treatments, like weekly, especially right now it's winter, you know, scalps are super dry. Mine's definitely been more on the dry side. And then I'll put it through my ends and then um, sleep with it in and then I'll wash my hair the next day. And it's always so silky soft. Um, You also can use it as a finishing product. Like after I curl my hair, I'll just do the smallest drops because a little goes a very long way um, and put it through, through my ends. And then let's see. Okay. Our pre and probiotic. I love, I love that I've gotten on like a morning routine. I am not a morning person. So it makes me excited to have something that I love. And I, 
<laughs> I genuinely feel like because I'm sharing it, it like motivates me to take it. And that might sound crazy, but like, I'm just bad at taking pills. <laughs> I, I I'm too. so bad at taking pills. I am too. I had to get an, I had to get an IUD cause like I could not do an actual birth control. Like I had to get something inserted inside me so I didn't have to remember to take something. <laughs> oh, yep. I'm there. Um, <laughs> But no, exactly. So I do, I actually am consistent with it. I notice a difference in my gut. Um, and I, my whole family is on them. I absolutely love that product. Then let's see, what's my last favorite one? Probably a toss up between our dry shampoo and our, our dry texturizing spray. Um, our dry shampoo is amazing. Like obviously it's non-toxic, so there's no propane or butane in it. Uh, a lot of girls in the company, you know, do this experiment where you light a candle and you spray maybe, um, another type of dry shampoo and it blows up the flame blows up <laughs> but non-toxic though it is kind of scary like I even talked about this because I just got the thermal protectant cream which we now have a spray as well and putting it on a piece of toast I saw like a bunch of the girls do that too and they put like ours next to like another one and they'll pop it in the toaster oven you pull it out and like the one side's burnt and like that would be your yeah. hair guys like your hair would be burnt and then the other side is like it looks like a perfectly buttered piece of toast <laughs> like it's well it's crazy right like think about all of the coconut oil like products out there right um if you're like using that as something like a finisher, I mean, if you're washing it out, like whatever, right? Because some of our, our products have coconut oil in them. But like when it's staying on your hair and you're not washing it out, that's something people cook with. Your hair is going to go up in flames. <laughs> it, literally. Like, so you're just like frying your hair. You know mm. what I mean? And you don't think about those kinds of things, but that is the truth. And that's where you get that breakage, like high up on the ends, not just your split ends on the bottom. I'm talking like breakage all around that you were just talking about earlier. It's so crazy. Um, but honestly, the dry texturizing spray is the best. It is so good as like a finishing product. I have, you know, fine hair, but I have a lot of it. Um, and I use it to give me like body and volume after I curl my hair. Um, it gives a little grit too, which I love. And then I finish with the oil. That's been like my go-to like curl routine. I love that. Well, I love those products. And if anyone is like really curious and interested in finding you or following you on Instagram, where pimp yourself out, tell us what, where we can find you. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't think I'm that exciting at all. <laughs> However, you wanted to follow me. Um, my Instagram is little at symbol, um, T-P-A-S-S-S, T-Pass. I love it. It was my nickname in high school. Oh, okay. I was always wondering where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. It just like really stuck. Um, and now I feel like it's kind of like my brand. So I can't change it. You sound like such a sports girl too, like T-Pass. Yeah, I'm not. Oh my gosh. Besides lacrosse, that was like it for me. Like I don't watch football. I'm like so I go to the games to like socialize. <laughs> well, I love that. So not my thing. Um, I wish I like want to be one of those girls like so badly. Like I want to be able to watch the game and like look and 
pay attention and know what's going on, but I am literally like ADD to the max. But you know what though? Everyone needs you still there because you're going to be the (laughs) one like grouping things together and creating events for like the next hangout and socializing with those guys, girlfriends. (laughs) Yes. You're going to be the host. Like you're, you're still like the perfect person to have at those events because if everybody's staring at the TV, then no one's refreshing the drinks and like no one's chatting with the people who don't like to watch it. That is me, just the entertainer. <laughs> Let me entertain you. I'm obsessed. Well, I'm so glad you came on the show today. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> oh my gosh, I had a blast. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. Leave me your favorite episodes or possible topic ideas. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the universal film Anastasia or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out and donate monthly. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.